Annie like says the addicts how they miss Frank This is super dope colliding with dang No fighting this rank, it's undeniable My style is undefinable Grind the whole game to a halt with a few wrist flicks I cannot be explained through physics Or any form of sciences I can't even be described by tenses My interests are beyond comprehension They stretch out even beyond extensions Come on and listen, I'm bleeding my whole soul While I stay exceeding my old goals Compared to me, everything's slow motion I'm destroying Spotify more than Joe Rogan Showboating from here to Hoboken I'm what happens when you throw coke in And I want all the smoke, yo, smoking up Get all your weak shit broken up My triple fill every ocean up Those who choose me up, I'm choosing up And I want all the smoke, yo, smoking up Get all your weak shit broken up My triple fill every ocean up Those who choose me up, I'm choosing up uh, I'm doing drive-bys and OJ's Bronco The flow got you hoes spray pronto They hate my stroke, but I'm back flexing You look whack checking, I snap next More than whip lashes Locking it down, you get no trip passes No matter what, I keep my patience Each syllable causes deep vibrations I cannot be controlled by nations Got ladies so thirsty, I cause dehydration Damn, how many times can I flip these lines? Each is embedded with trippy signs When they try to come back, I hate replies I am the one that every beat beat by Throw me on and embrace mind expansion Every time I check in, I check standings When my left's landing <laughs> And I want all the smoke, yo, smoking up Get all your weak shit broken up My triple fill every ocean up Those who choose me up, I'm choosing up And I want all the smoke, yo, smoking up Get all your weak shit broken up My triple fill every ocean up Those who choose me up, I'm choosing up And I want all the smoke, yo, I'm smoking up Get all your weak shit broken up My triple fill every ocean up Those who choose me have always chosen up And I want all the smoke, yo, I'm smoking up Get all your weak shit broken up My triple wet every ocean up Those who choose me have always chosen up And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke I want all the smoke, yo, I'm smoking up Get all your weak shit broken up My triple fill every ocean up Those who choose me have always chosen up And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke And I want all the smoke, I want all the smoke What up, everyone out there? Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the Godcast. I appreciate it. Um, numbers have been... Well, last week the numbers were down. I don't know. I, probably because I didn't have as catchy of a name. Once I did... Uh, <laughs> like, once I did the Pride one, Happy Pride, that one did numbers because people were probably intrigued. But Astro Jam, the name, didn't do as many numbers. Or maybe people got pissed off <laughs> from the Happy Pride episode. I don't know. It's all in jokes, though. It's all in fun. Um, Y'all know how I feel. This is going to be an interesting episode, to say the least. There's a lot to talk about. Um, really, I'd like to start with the positive. 
So, <laughs> positive thing, the show on Friday night that I know a lot of you did, probably didn't go to. I don't know who, I can't see who's actually listening, but I can only assume you probably didn't go to my show Friday. That's fine. <laughs> but I opened for DJ Quick and Rock Him, and it really was a special experience. It was just so much fun, you know. Uh, I would love to do it again in the near future. I will... I'll put a clip up for you to listen to. There should be more clips. Maybe I'll add them to the next show. By the time I get them. All I have for you right now is one clip. So if you didn't make it, you could hear how it went. If you you care. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yeah, so on the positive note of that. It was, you know... Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of DJ Quick. I think I've owned like all of his albums at certain points. <laughs> a lot of them unfortunately got taken out of uh my car. My car got totaled as listeners know. I didn't total it. When I say that, everybody assumes that <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like when you say your tar- car got totaled, people assume that you totaled it. I did not total it. Somebody hit me. I was actually like pretty much stopped. (laughs) Somebody hit me. Actually, I was by the time they actually hit me. Saw them coming, so I stopped. And then they hit me head on and totaled my car. And unfortunately, what happened in that was the insurance company, my insurance company, they gave me some things. They gave me like what the car was worth and I I got more than it was worth for the money you know so that was good but instead of contacting me about the stuff in there which was a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff at least you know I had like probably 20 albums in there and I think like eight of those were quick albums it was a good amount I know I had several what did I have I had Midnight Life I had um Safe and Sound um, rhythmalism. So safe and I had oh I had that EP. Um, what was it? Compton? No, no Rosecrans. So let's see. So Midnight Life, Rosecrans, um, rhythmalism, safe and sound, trauma, rhythm, and what was it? No balance and options. That might have been it, actually. So six, I don't, I, for some reason, I feel like I'm missing one. I had like six quick CDs in there. So that sucked. But yeah, I'm a big fan of his music. Um, I think he's one of the best producers ever. One of the most underrated artists. And honestly, one of the best hip-hop artists of all time, just in a straight artist sense. Because he can play several instruments. He's a master engineer. Uh, easily one of the best producers, right? And one of the few producers that can actually write their own rhymes well. So I give Quick a lot of credit. Um, just a, a great artist. So to open for Quick was really a special thing for me. And, you know, I know Quick is going through a lot. And he mentioned that at the show. Like his, you know, I saw that his son was arrested on charges. I don't I don't know the full details of the case. I guess nobody really does, so but 
it was a definitely like a scary thing and I hope that uh everything works out you know it's a lot to go through and he put on a great show um brought out sugar free for like most of the set <laughs> is it second to none I believe it was second to none there I know it was uh KK KK was there so it was cool it was, it was just uh fun to watch you know got to see dj quick actually dj which um other oh no i guess another i've seen him one other time so far and it was cool he was djing he was like quick as like an audio perfectionist he was up there mixing trying to get the sound right for his set it was just funny and even at this one he said he hated the mic the mic wasn't the greatest i had a little bit of issues with it too so but uh it made it work and honestly, so for my performance, I would give myself a B. I think I did pretty well. I think my movement was an A, you know, like I moved around the best I've ever moved around live and vocally, I just felt I ran out of breath in certain moments. It just because I was so fucking excited. <laughs> So that's what what held me back, you know. But uh, like performance wise, it was amazing, you know. Like everybody loved the performance, so that was really cool. Um, I did not. I don't know if I'm like maybe I'm I'm my fan base is bigger than I realize, or it just hit those fans right. But they really got loud for my set, and it was really dope to me to see that, you know, I, I have, every time I've performed live, like, I've gotten the crowd to, to go, you know, and that's really cool, like, because a lot of times it's people that have never heard me before, so it says a lot when people that have never heard you before, like, get loud like that for you, like, it was really cool, um, I couldn't believe, I mean, I thank the crowd, because I just, <laughs> I didn't expect it, you know, um, I know I can do better, but honestly, like I'm still shaking off rest. Like I've gotten to do one performance <laughs> in the last like year or so before this. So I really have not been able to get up like that, but I will be performing at the Scarface farewell tour on July 9th in LA, same venue, the Novo cool venue. Um, it really was, I've been to multiple shows there and it was cool to actually be performing. Um, but it was cool, man. It was really cool. I really had, I know I keep saying that, but it was just, it's like the type of stuff that I've wanted to do forever and to actually get to do it was amazing, you know? And I'm hoping that this can lead to like me doing high road day and stuff like that. Like that's what I want to do next. I've tried to get on there a few years, but I know the spots are so limited. It seems like they just give it out to like their homies and shit, you know, and it's like, that's cool, man. But like, I've, I've been working hard building my fan base for years and like my, no, no disrespect, but I listen to the artists that are on there and I'm like, my music is better than these people. Like I should be on this fucking bill. <laughs> no disrespect to any of them. Truly no disrespect. Like they're not 
some of these artists are pretty good, but like some of them are really not that tight. And it's like, I should be on this bill. Like, I understand these are your friends, but you got to think about like, what's a better show? <laughs> like, uh, the show on Friday, there were several local artists that perform. I was like, I was almost the last one. I was right before this little group, Voice of the Hood, I think is what they were called. They, I mean, they were all right. But like a lot of these other groups, a lot of these other performers were, they were just doing like that typical trap shit that people do. One group was pretty decent, I would say, but these other people were just like, they're doing that typical trap shit that people do that's like, eh, it's alright, you know, but it's not memorable, you know? So I think I put together a much more memorable performance for that, you know, just going off the crowd, because the crowd really was not making that much noise for the other groups, so that was cool. But yeah, man, um... I can't wait to do more shows. I'm excited for the Scarface one. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, it's it's humbling. Honestly, because in the span of basically two weeks, two weeks in a day, if you want to get technical, I will be sharing the stage with Quick, DJ Quick, Rakim, and Scarface. Like, three of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time, you know, and honestly, three of the most underrated, too, so that's a really special time, you know, um, it's the type of stuff that I've wanted to do for years, and to finally have the opportunity is great, like, I feel like I could have done this earlier, and I probably should have, to be honest, but I, I didn't know who to talk to. I don't have any industry connections. And I finally started talking to some of the right people and got on this, you know. And shout out to New Jack for showing up. Shout out to my brother and his girlfriend for showing up. There was, I don't know who all showed up because people bought tickets, but I just don't know. But um, it was amazing to actually witness that, you know, being on that stage like that. It was crazy. I, um, it was the biggest crowd I've played for. There's probably, I would say around 2,000 people. So it's the biggest crowd I've played for. And it was a trip just being in that moment, you know, like walking backstage, going up to the stage, like, I just, um, it's the type of stuff that I want to do. I genuinely enjoy performing. I love making music and that's stuff that I need more of. So thank you to everyone that came out. Um, shout out to new, new Jack. He hooked it up with photographers. So I'm looking forward to seeing those shots. Krishanth, um, what's, I forget his company off the top of my head, but I will, um, definitely shout them out once I get the photos. Um, so just thank you to everybody that supported. I, I wanted to keep it on a positive note for the intro. So <laughs> there's other stuff to talk about. We'll get to that. <laughs> but I just wanted to keep it positive. And it was, I mean, Rakim is a legend and honestly one of the most influential rappers ever. Like we all have some of them in our style. I was even thinking like a track like We Ain't Got a Thing to Lose. 
that is like a blend of DJ Quick and Rakim. Like the beat is definitely like a quick type of beat. But then the fucking the lyricism on there is straight Rakim, like with all the internal rhymes and all that. You know, she want more of this than every Yorba fizz. Vision like Morpheus, so glorious, of course it is. Divine intervention. See, there I was trying to rap like Rakim. <laughs> Just when I was repeating it to you now. And that's one of the tracks I did. And I'm thinking like, damn, this is straight up like some Rakim shit. Mixed with DJ Quick. What a trip that is. You know. It was cool, man. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was just... It, the B and the, because we literally shared the stage. It's like I came out just right before they did. So to be in the presence of such greatness was humbling. Big Boy was in the crowd. <laughs> Big Boy from the Los Angeles radio host. I know he was on Power 106 for a while. I believe he's on 92.3 now, if I'm not mistaken. So dope. That was dope. I thought I recognized him. I thought I saw him in the crowd. And I wasn't sure. I was like, is that Big Boy? I don't know. That guy looks a lot like Big Boy. <laughs> so I'm rocking this set. And it went well, you know. And I can't help but think I might have to listen to the radio. Because <laughs> I felt like um, that's the type of thing. You perform well in front of somebody like that. You never know what can happen. So. That was dope. I gotta think like I know there's people in the building and they're feeling it, so I gotta think that some good can come of it. So many people came up to me. Everybody was giving me props, man, for the fucking the security, the people backstage, like everybody was giving me props. So it was incredible to <laughs> I did not expect that. Everybody did, like so there's people saying they had stuff they're looking for someone like me for future projects and shit so we'll see what all comes with that I know some fans wanted to take pictures I didn't even expect that and I'm sorry that I couldn't like I had I had some personal stuff going on that I had to tend to and I couldn't leave that area you know not I don't want to embarrass them but something bad happened at the show and I just didn't want to, I couldn't leave. Like, I didn't feel like I should leave this person. And I'm not naming the name, not saying what happened to, for, because I don't want to embarrass them. But basically, I feared for their safety. And I didn't feel like I should leave, <laughs> to put it simply. So if you felt like I was, like, being too big or anything, I definitely was not. I promise you that I would gladly, t if I see you again, I'll gladly take a picture with you. I'm sorry. Even after the show, walking down the street, people were like, hey, great set, you know? Everybody was like, did you just perform right now? Because I was, I was wearing a jacket, so I looked a little different than I did on stage. Everybody was just, man, everybody just gave such love. I really appreciate it. So thank you for all your support, all the love. Um, I'll continue this show after the break and yeah man stay tuned to life in zero gravity
So, you know, I keep it real on the show. Or hopefully you know that. Um, there's like an elephant in the room. Actually, yes. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. But the fucking... The, the elephant in the room. The grand old party. And their judges. Chose to... Overturn Roe v. Wade. It's just... <laughs> Just a, a really stupid decision, in my opinion. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I can't see how it makes legal sense. And this is, you know, the Trump presidency is just the gift that keeps on giving. Like, with this stupid shit. Yeah. He selected these judges, you know, and... Now we have, like, a right-wing majority on the Supreme Court. So, like, things like this are going to keep happening. Roe v. Wade's overturn, which means several states now have outlawed abortion. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like something that could even happen in 2022. But apparently, it is. So, <laughs> uh... It's the type of thing that really makes you think of America in a negative light. And I'm sure some people think of it in a positive light because of that. There's people that are so against abortion. To me, it's just, you know, nobody's pro-abortion. No one I've ever come across is, like, pro-abortion. There are those those girls online that I've seen that will joke, like, about They'll make light of abortion and say, fuck them kids and stuff like that. And, like, that's just, yeah, that's a, that's a bad look to me. As much as I support your right to choose, like, don't make light of it like that. Like, because it's not. People that go through that, even people, even women that are pro-choice who have an abortion, it hits them hard. It's not a good feeling. Not, I mean, obviously not all the time. There's probably some girls that are fine with it, but for the most part, it's a painful thing for a lot of women. So. I. It's very disappointing. Um, I don't know where things are going to go. Does it feel. It's really opening the door for a lot more bullshit. Like them overturning Roe v. Wade. You know gay marriage. There's a good chance they're going to overturn that. 
they've even talked about overturning interracial marriage and if they did that I would really strongly consider getting the fuck out of this country I already think about that and part of me <laughs> this is going to be a controversial episode part of me does feel like California should consider secession this is just ridiculous these laws are stupid and like California has a lot more resources than a lot of these states you know our economy is a lot bigger but we end up giving a lot of resources to these states that bash us you know the people in those states have judgmental views of California even though like we help fund their fucking states so I don't know people don't think about that so at the end of the day it's ah, it's brutal because it's not they're not outlawing abortions they're just outlawing safe abortions that's the thing that we've I've seen repeated a lot but it is true it's basically what they did so now women have to go through unsafe methods to abort uh, pregnancy it's just all bad I feel you know I feel for women just a lot um I would so I'm obviously not like I understand why people are against abortion part of me doesn't understand why they take it so personally you know but I guess to get into their frame of mind they think it's murder right they feel a duty to like stop people from murdering people that's the normal human response you know it's an issue that's been here this whole time. But uh, it's just that decision is just so bad. I don't know if they realize the catastrophic effects that's going to have. Like, was it worth it to make your little political point? Like, most of y'all are going to be dead soon anyway. You know, I guess some of them are younger. Some of them are younger, and we're really fucked on that. Imagine if the. Supreme Court just went totally like to the right what would happen well there wouldn't be any gay marriage definitely wouldn't be abortion any of that stuff Uh, it's brutal I feel bad for women out there it honestly makes me want Jesse to leave Texas even more like it's already there are already so many reasons for me to want her to leave, and this is just another one now. It's like her reproductive health could be compromised going there, you know, or like she could be forced to have kids she doesn't want to have. But it's more than that, it's deeper than that. There's so much more to it, you know. And I just don't, I don't know what to do. It feels wrong, and there's nothing we can do about it. We're just watching it burn, basically. I feel like it could start a civil war. No question. It's a big deal. And it could get really ugly. So hopefully there could be a somewhat peaceful resolution to that. But I just don't see it happening. I think we're kind of fucked. It's going to get ugly. Because the Supreme Court, like... (laughs) It's the Supreme Court. Like, what can we do about that? So, 
yeah that's unfortunately what I have to talk about um I, I mean that's that's all I really have to say on it it's just it's just a tragedy really and just blows my mind that that could actually happen and here's the part that I don't want to do but I have to do unfortunately I'll start this positive as well. There were a few of you that were very generous. I had to sell tickets to this show. I had money invested. I had to recoup the money. You know. I'll be honest. I wasn't able to do that. Didn't have a lot of notice, only really had a week to sell tickets, right? But some of you were very generous. There were about, I believe, 11 tickets sold where the people were had no intention of actually going. They bought multiple tickets. It was very, like, that's very generous. I truly appreciate that, seriously, like... I did not expect that, was not asking for that. It was very kind, and I appreciate that, those few people. And it was people that I don't even necessarily, like, always talk to. So, that was just incredibly kind. I want to thank you for that. This was an eye-opening experience in a lot of ways, right? Those people really, uh, they helped at least alleviate some of the, like, financial burden. But that being said, <laughs> there were so, I reached out to every number in my phone pretty much. And like 90% of people didn't respond just ignored it you know I reached out to hundreds of people on social media most people ignored the message even people that I knew that were fans of Quick or Rakim they all just ignored the message and <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest it makes me want to cut a lot of y'all off and I probably will I mean, I don't talk to y'all anyway. I think anybody that I saw that ignored that, I'm fine with you not being able to go. I understand people have lives and all that. If you ignored the message, you're as good as gone in my view. Like, because I just think that is incredibly selfish and I have no need to continue the conversation when you can't grant me the common courtesy of saying something <laughs> and don't think I won't do it because I haven't talked to I have two cousins that I have basically not spoken to after I invited them to a show in 2012 and they left me on red it was a little $10 show in the same city where they lived and they couldn't be bothered to write a response 
barely spoken to them since. It's just... <laughs> I just don't want to see any of y'all later on. Because things keep improving. And I don't need people like that in my life. Honestly. I'm very supportive of people. I, you know... I always do as much as I can to support my friends. And... Some people just don't reciprocate it. You know, and I've been posting these flyers on social media, putting them in my story and stuff. Barely got a congratulations from anyone. You know, people that I've known, some people I've known for like a decade plus. Not even a congratulations and they ignore the message. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't need you in my life. It was very eye-opening. I'm not saying, like, I, again, I would totally understand, like, you can't go. But knowing that this was a big deal for my career, the least you could do is respond, you know? Otherwise, I'm just like, what are we even, why do we even stay in contact so I feel like some of y'all just follow me on social media to watch me, like hate watch me or something. I don't know what's going on, but it's really weird. I remember this girl who was all acting all supportive of my music, talking about she wanted to manage me and all this stuff and like really throwing herself behind me. I hit her up about this show, Left on Red. Didn't even like the message. I, like, that's one thing I got. Like, okay, if you... <laughs> It sounds petty, but if you like the message, okay, you at least like the message, you, you know, like, you just totally leave it on red, leave it on scene. It's just, oh man, it, it really makes me think of people differently when they would do stuff like that. It's like, I have worked hard my whole career as an independent artist to try to get opportunities like this and I get them and y'all don't care, y'all don't show up like, y'all don't do anything and it's just, it, it's disheartening I'm not gonna let it ruin my time at all but <laughs> I do think it's fucked up and I'm, I have to speak on it, it's just <laughs> you know Even the one girl that got, there's that one girl that got mad and blocked me. Now she unblocked me. I invited her and she said I, that I was creepy for trying to get her to come to an event. And I'm like, I'm inviting everyone to this pretty much. Like, don't feel special. <laughs> I'm not like trying to see you. I told her straight up, like, I'm going to be on stage. I'm probably not even going to see you. So I don't even know what you're talking about. Just that inflated ego shit, you know, people riding her clit on social media all day so she thinks that I'm just trying to fucking meet up with her like no nah, I'm, I'm actually trying to sell tickets to be perfectly honest with you like she she supposedly has a boyfriend so I was like hey bring your boyfriend too you know like I don't give a fuck like I'm just trying to sell tickets but it's been I mean 
I don't let that ruin a great experience. I guess I'm just saying this so y'all know, like, you gotta support your friends, you know? I understood some people were busy. Some people really wanted to go but couldn't go. The people that just totally ignored it, it's like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say to you, really. But we move on, you know, and I got the, I've, I'm opening for Scarface on July 9th, the farewell tour. Those tickets are only $15 if you want to go. You know anyone who wants to go? Let me know. It's a great event. Um, this was a great event. This was only 25 bucks to see DJ Quick and Rock him. That was part of what made it a little bit frustrating was like knowing that people were fans of Quick and they're still leaving the message on R. It's like, damn, son. What's going on? But hey, I did my best. <laughs> I did my best to promote it. I did my best to work things out. It was difficult, man. But it was in the end, like, I think it was worth it to invest in myself. It was a great experience and all that. I just wish people were more supportive. I don't think they realize how tough it is for artists sometimes. I don't know if they realize that, but I'll keep pressing forward, man. There's a lot more to do. I just hope uh, in the future people will actually show more support. Some did. Some did, for sure. The people who did show up were incredibly supportive. And I don't even want to give the other people the time of day. So this is probably the last time that we're ever going to talk about anything like that. I didn't even want to put it on my, you know, I wasn't even going to put it up on Instagram, make them feel special or anything like that. You got to listen to this exclusive content to get that. <laughs> but for real, I'm like, I want to give you publicity. Like, what you did was whack. There's nothing I could do about that, though. All I can do is be the best person I can be. And I see who really supports me, who doesn't. I know that. Like, a lot of phony supporters out there just want to ride coattails. Not going to ride my coattails. I'll tell you that right now. So, don't even try. If you are one of those people, don't expect me to come to your events. Don't expect me to buy your products. Don't expect me to help you out because you showed what type of person you are. You know, I'm not doing it anymore. I'll support those who support me. You know, I'll support stuff that I like and believe in. But if you disrespect me like that, I'm done. I'm too old for that. I'm too old to be begging people to stay too old to be begging people to help out like nah I'm cool man I'm not doing it anymore I deserve better than that and honestly like I'm helping y'all out I'm, I'm giving I'm selling these tickets to you for the cheapest possible price like it's not like I'm out here trying to rip you off so 
the least you could do is actually be decent to me. But anyway, we're going to get into that. <laughs> Not going to get into it anymore. Just a public service announcement. <laughs> Just wanted to let people know in case they thought it was cool, in case they thought they could come back. Because then I see the same people that left me on R watching my stories and shit. It's like, what, the, what are you doing? You left me an R, now you want to see what I had going on? Like, nah. Nah. I'm cool. I feel like there's something weird going on, though. Because, like, the the last job I worked at, I feel like they all been leaving me on R for some reason. I don't know. Because I've been nothing but nice to them. But I noticed everybody just started leaving me on R. I have no idea why. Very weird. They still watch my stories and shit, so they're still, like, being nosy. Oh, well. Maybe they'll watch the story where I post this and they can hear what I think about that. <laughs> Just, yeah, it takes some audacity. Like, yeah, I ignored when you asked if I wanted to come to your show, but let me watch your stories. It's like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, in the end, it, it was a great event. I don't care about being out money. Um, I think it was worth it to invest in myself. Can't do this all the time, obviously. And it was humbling to see how, how people, how hard it actually was to get people to buy tickets. It's it. I think part of it is the fact that it's all digital tickets or no, my bad, physical tickets. So it, a lot of people don't buy tickets like that anymore. So to have to sell these physical tickets, it's like I have to meet up with the person and give them their tickets and they exchange money and all that. And it's just like, it's way more complicated. I have to put all types of miles on my car just to sell tickets. It's like, that's not how it should be. But yeah, um, I did everything I could. I had a great experience and you know, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes keep building from here getting more shows and yeah that's all I could really do I'm excited to be back on stage again you know I was on stage and I want to say that was March but I got to get more practice in so got to fill up some more shows and I will <laughs> no doubt about it so we're not even tripping on a brighter note, I did want to say that uh, I will drop a new project very soon. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not going to give any details about it. You might be able to guess if you followed me for a while. But it is one of the best projects I've done. You know, maybe the best project I've done. And I think people are really going to enjoy it you know i'm looking forward to releasing it i think now people are more open to that type of music at the time i don't think people were really that open to it i think um the style was a lot more like the style of music was a lot more introspective that i think people were ready for or a lot more like you know, I don't even know the word for it, but it just felt like it was too much for people maybe back then. 
But now it feels like people are more adjusted to that. People have gotten a little more used to that subject matter and it doesn't seem so out of place. It is a pretty deep project. I didn't realize, like, when I went back and listened to it again, it's like, oh, this is, this is deep, actually. Like, it's not some simple shit. So, one thing that I will, I, you're going to hear me say this again and again, is when you get your hands on this project, please at least let it play all the way through just once. At least that. Please do that for me if you're going to listen to it, even if you hate listen. Basically, it's set up in a way where, well, for one, it tells a story, but it's also like it's set up in a way where that's what makes sense. It's set up in a way that's cinematic and it makes more sense if you actually listen to it in a row, you know, as opposed to just random tracks here or there or out of order or on shuffle. It's really built to be listened to like that. And yeah, like all the songs, you know, that I wrote on there are like a different type of vibe, but something I think people could appreciate if they're just into real raw lyricism. So I do appreciate all the listeners. Um, I try to make the best product I can. I'll be honest, I know this isn't one of the best episodes. It's not bad. There's a lot of cool shit to talk about. There's still more to talk about, but we're doing our best and hanging in there. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll, you'll hear more from us after these commercial messages. But either way, we're going to get through this together. <laughs> Keep building together. I love y'all. I appreciate all the support. And, yeah, man, I'll see you next week. I mean, I still got more of the section, but I got more of the show, but I will see you next week. I'll say it again. <laughs>
So, personally, I wouldn't have done it, but hey, what can you? Oh no, Westbrook. Oh no, the Lakers. Dra- they drafted a uh, Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen Jr. So pretty fucking interesting. Shaq's son and uh, obviously Scottie Pippen's son. So. Scotty Pippen's son, I was impressed with in college. I actually really liked that, and I'm kind of shocked that they got him because people, I think, slept. I remember watching him in college and thinking, like, this this kid is, like, really good. Like, he has potential. So I think that was a great pick by the Lakers. <laughs> a great pick. So hopefully that works out. Um, I mean, honestly, just not much. Like, you know, it's the... They we're starting to head into what they'd call the dog days of summer. So there's not too much, you know. <laughs> not too much going on. Let's see. Uh, I'll look at the MLB standings real quick. Give you an accurate read. MLB is like one of the only big things that's going on. So I think the Yankees... I even have to look through this. I think they have the best record in baseball. 53 and 20. God damn. That's ridiculous. So. Let's see what the next best one is. Dodgers are 45 and 26. They have the second best. So the Yankees are pretty far in front of everybody. Honestly. Um, In terms of that. I mean. You know. It doesn't really matter. Is that. Oh, okay. I read that wrong. I thought someone with a losing record was first in their division. I read that wrong. <laughs> but yeah, Yankees 53-20. and 20, Dodgers 45-26. and 26. So, they're certainly in it. No doubt about that. And yeah, there really wasn't much else this weekend. Nothing really too interesting. So... That's it for KZRL Sports. Shit. (laughs) Peace. And now, let us read from the Book of Graph. People don't comprehend complexity. I know for sure none of my ecstasy. Dumb hoes, but that's my fault for dating some. Don't know where they're contemplating from. If they're capable of complex thought. We rode it as far as bomb sex got for them. It wasn't so great to me. They can never overrate the D is too bomb. Always got them flustered. I deflected the shots some mustard. And every day I become wiser. I see through the traps and come from higher. <laughs> the simps got the game upside down. But fuck these hoes. They can't touch my crown. They can go on being fucked by clowns with five-inch dicks. Hi, they're cucked right now. I saw right through your jealousy. You flipped when you felt this D. You can never, ever measure deep. So keep fucking with less of me's. I saw through your jealousy. You flipped when you felt this D. You can never, ever measure D's. <laughs> so keep on fucking with less of me's. Damn, man. We're about to close out this show, right? But I just... 
I just witnessed a bunch of wild shit on Instagram, so I guess that's where we're going for the end of the show. So, one girl has me in her close friends. The only time I see anything in her close friends is when she's talking about her boyfriend. That's weird. I don't think I've seen her mention that dude (laughs) outside of close friends. So... I don't know what that means, but it's a little odd. I'm like, is she cheating on him? It's all positive stuff that she posts. But it'll literally be like pictures of him or other shit like that. And it's like, why are you hiding that? Why is it like a secret relationship? I just found that odd. I don't know. So that's some of the stuff I experience on the gram. I was noticing that another girl, a few months ago, she's in love with one guy. And now she's in love with another guy, just going in on her stories, talking about how much she loves him, putting all these love songs and stuff. And it's like, I saw you, like, not that long ago in love with someone. Like, what is going on? It's crazy how quick people move on. I I get moving on, but, like, moving on and being in love again, like, within months, that's just so soon, you know. And then another girl, literally, so she, this, this, she just added me to her close friends, and it was just her clapping cheeks. That's what was in the close friends, so, I mean, I'm not really mad, I'm just... I'm confused, (laughs) but I'll take it. It's okay. (laughs) I am honored. I'm in like at least five people's close friends. I don't even know how many, like on Instagram stories. I'm in their close friends and I don't know why, because I don't really talk to them like that, but hey, I'm not mad. I mean, it's all women, too. That's uh, as far as I know. (laughs) But yeah, so. And now I'm joined by Astro Allegorn. Why are you saying ew? Uh, because you said, you said, you said. What? Girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. Yes, you have a girl what? that's a friend. Oh, yeah. I have girls that are friends. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. Yes, you do. No. <laughs> I don't have any girlfriends. <laughs> I don't. Yes, you do. I really don't. You have girls. Yeah, kind of. They're kind of friends. They're not really much of friends. We don't hang out or anything, so. These are just girls that I know pretty much. They're weird. It doesn't make sense. Then it's like, it doesn't make sense. They just don't make sense sometimes. I just started it. Why didn't you tell me? Well, it's almost over, actually. What? Yeah. Usually they're like 20 minutes. No, they're long. They're usually an hour, honestly. Oh. Total. But 
This one's like an hour. It'll be like an hour by the time it's done. Oh. Well, it's almost done now. Wait, what? This is the last section. Of this? Yeah. Until we go to bed? Yeah, I mean, I'm really sorry. I don't know about you. But. Where's your bonnet at? (laughs) Is it still in there? You should get it. (laughs) It does help, right? Yeah, it's very smart. Wear sleep on it, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, she needs to wear that because just did her hair. I'm not trying to have it all tangled. But she doesn't mind. She likes wearing it. I mean, it does help her not have to deal with as much of the tangles. So it makes sense. So anyway, gentlemen, don't be out there getting cucked. I'm like, oh man, I just had, so now this, this random, so this woman's husband has been watching my stories and I just realized it and I'm like, this is weird. Like, how does he even know about me? You know, it's just, (laughs) it's strange. I don't know what's going on, but some weird energy on Instagram and it seems like they just don't want people to see my stuff either they go out of their way to like hide my stuff from people but it's not working I'm still getting these opportunities so try it if you want but (laughs) I'm gonna do it like I'm not not really affecting me in the end so yeah Contrary to popular belief, I'm single. <laughs> I don't know why people are surprised by that. I don't, like, I'm just not trying to waste my time. A lot of women I've been talking to have been wasting my time, so I'm ready to just like move on. But yeah, um, it's very eventful weekend. I'm exhausted now. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. But I know it's just a lot. It's uh, very tiring. I'm making the most of it. And is that Astro? Is Astro back? Hey. Astro. Hey. I'm about to end this if you want to say bye. Oh no, bye people. Yeah. You want to say bye night night? Night night earthlings. No, they're earthlings. Night night earthlings. No, they're earthlings. Night night earthlings. No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's time. It's time to cut this off. Bye. Peace, mother. Hey. Let's take it back in time, let me relax your mind Lay back and let rhythm attack your spine It's passion clowns, baby, you're truly divine Not a groupie of mine, a floozy in line And keeping out you shake your whoopies A damaging movie, that's where I hope you be my time ends They get at me, all the baddies slide at ease yeah. So savvy, they never had D like zaddies no. But only loyal chicks get the work, bro 
these special states All the newest festal graces I take them to super celestial places Take it back in time, baby, relax your mind Let's drop this fantasy, just sit back and unwind I know you wish that we could just go back in time But stick with me, I guarantee I do a wacky climb As we raise through the plight I know you never knew this high Through the days, through the nights The sun ain't giving you this light Let's take it back in time, baby, relax your mind 